welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We got a jam-packed show. Eugene Napoleon, longtime friend of the show, he joined us for our lead pipe, stone cold NFL locks for week seven. And I got to say, Eugene, I think he did a pretty good job. He did really well. I was <laughs> impressed. And I got to tell you what, it was nice to uh, actually kind of talk to Eugene and get to know him a little bit. I really appreciate it. If anybody could see the sound waves on the editing software right now, they would probably break the screen. But I appreciate your enthusiasm, Mr. Biggs. Uh, he, he, did, he, he did great. Like, he, did, he did great. I will say that before we even get to our NFL picks, we all bandwagoned on the Chiefs, so we want to get that out there because right now the Chiefs are up like, what, 27 to 6? Correct. Something like that. Three-point spread. And Mahomes is hurt. Is he still out? I think it's a dislocated patella. He's still out. He's got the biggie injury. I was going he to say that back. was my injury, but uh, Chad let me he's to it. Done. No, I'm I'm shocked because I went hey. to the house for work and he's not back. He's done. Out for the game, dislocated kneecap. I just want to oh. say he could be fine. He also could have just torn three ligaments. Speaking just, from experience, as long as you got the one ligament, you'll be okay. <laughs> Who's their backup? Let's pick him up. It's Doug Peterson. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> I don't know who, who is their backup. Uh, Matt Moore. Matt oh, Moore. Is wow. that, that's number eight. That's who's in there. Now we don't Where was that. he at last before Kansas City? Detroit? Miami. Oh, okay. Miami. That's right. That's <laughs> He could have been in Detroit, too. I'm not sure, tool. but I know he was in Miami. <laughs> uh, I'd rather be a backup in Kansas City than a starter in Miami any day right now. <laughs> You know what? There's plenty of NFL stuff, and we're going to get to that later. But let's start off. We're in the midst of October, and it's baseball playoff time. And right now we're kind of watching the Astros dismantle the Yankees. And I I think we were all in agreement last week when we said that we know the Astros are going to the World Series. Everybody stand by that right now. Yes. Absolutely. That's not changing anytime soon. And I I think they're pretty much walking away with, what is it, 7-1 right now? 6-1, I think. 6-1. And they're in the Bronx. It's over. But let's talk about more exciting things when it comes to baseball. The Washington Nationals are in the World Series for the first time ever. Mr. Brown, you're an AL East guy. You're an Atlanta Braves fan. In L East. Why do I say AL? I did that last week, Because you're drunk. This episode is sponsored by Sierra Nevada. Hazy little thing. And uh, Space Dust. And Space Dust. Sorry, I apologize. The yeah. NL East, Atlanta Braves fan, Mr. Brown, can you please explain to me what the significance of the Nationals being in the World Series is? You said first time ever. I saw something that was like the first time since 1933. Well, this is the Expos, okay? Let's be honest. Uh, it's not the same franchise. No, it is, but it isn't. But um, first time a Washington team's been here since 33. I, I have to tell Connie you. Connie Mack's not walking I have to door. tell you, I'm not surprised. Uh, I thought Why? it was going to go six games, and they swept them. Cause I, they murdered them. No, the national starting pitching matches up against anybody in the game. And people – and we'll talk about it, but people want to uh, sleep on the nationals, even into the World Series against the Astros. I'm not. It, it matches up. And I think the World Series is going to go six games no matter who gets in there against Washington because Washington's going to hang with them. I have three things to say about this series. One, as not being having a rooting preference in either team – Blown away by the no-hit uh, performances to start the series. That's just something that can make you a legend as uh, postseason goes on. They set the tone early. Yeah, I they did. 
it, it, it blew me away. I knew their pitching was good, but Annabelle's out there dealing. And uh, the second and third thing, Mr. Brown's been all over that Washington Nationals pitching staff. And the other person who was all over the Nationals, out of the National League, was Mr. Mike Foraz. <laughs> yeah, he, he called it. He did call it. And you know what? Like, tell me right now you don't want the Yankees versus the Nationals more than anything else. I want, I mean, I'm sorry, Astros versus Yeah, them. Astros versus Nats. That's what I want. Yeah, because you want the pitching, right? Dude, you, you want to see those guys out there just trying to murder each other. Yeah, it's going to be like several, like, 1-0-2-1 games. Wow. For like the whole series. And I know but, MLB may not want that. Maybe the powers that be think that's not fun. But I'm excited. I want to see I want to make every hit count. To me, it's like nothing we could ever we've ever seen before. Because these are like compare it to something. No, these are like straight up all star rotations. These are Hall of Famers. It's a, it's a train wreck colliding. And it's we've never seen it. We got Verlander Cole. Cole's gonna have the richest contract we've seen in a while. And and you got Verlander who we know what Verlander can do. And uh, opposite of that, you got Scherzer who's an absolute stud. Throwback Bulldog. Mm-hmm. You you pair him with Strasburg who is on a free agent year and he's finally realizing his potential this year. They rested him all those years you, for something. You can't match those one two combos from each team. To me, this is like when you go out for supper and you got a little extra money, you're going to have that nice beer and you're going to have that real good steak, that filet mignon, and you're thinking about how good everybody's going to taste. That is the pitching <laughs> in this series. Like Mr. Brown just said, these are Hall of Fame pitchers on each side. I, they are. And, like, if you can't get excited about that, I can't help you. They might be one to nothing. It might be two to one. But at the end of the day, you're about to see excellence. <laughs> I will say this, and it's funny. Everyone, when they made that trade for Zach Grinke to the Astros, right? Right. Everybody lost their mind. I thought it was ridiculous. Like, why do you need him? Why do you need him? But guess what? They got him. Screw Zach Grinke because <laughs> he's not a playoff performer. It ain't about Zach Grinke. You can crawl into a freaking well, they hole. They don't need him no, to. Let me finish. You can crawl into a hole because guess what? Journeyman Anibal Sanchez will do better than you, Zach Granke, because guess what? He's a trooper. He'll rise up to the occasion. You're just an overpaid, overhyped, freaking <laughs> bum. So no one cares about you. It's all about Verlander and freaking Cole. And no one cares about you because you're irrelevant. I'm not a, a Nationals fan at all. I will I will tell you right now, I was brokenhearted when Anibal Sanchez lost that no-hitter. Like, after Zimmerman laid out for that liner, I was like, it's going to happen. Like, you always have that moment in a playoff game or a no-hitter situation where, like, the ball that's supposed to be a base hit, it doesn't happen. Somebody does the miraculous. And I was like, it's going to happen. And then the next inning, it fell apart. I was brokenhearted. Does anybody remember the first base umpire that cost Sanchez the perfect game? Oh, that's not Angel, is it? Angel Hernandez. Is it really no, Angel Hernandez? You, you can't be God. serious. Is it? Was it? I think it was. No. You know, no somebody way. fact check us, but we're going to no ride way. that. There's I'll no take way. Biggie's word. You can't just blunt. That's the easy way to blame. Can we just bury Angel Hernandez? You might as well. He's I mean, not showing up this series. And <laughs> Anibal is going to throw a no-hitter, and he's going to get immortalized. I doubt that's going to happen, but either way, you know, when you're talking about guys like that, they're like the the fourth option. Like, that's like after Scherzer and Strasburg and Corbin, and then you got Sanchez. Like, it's, it's just ridiculous. The guy you forget about has perfect game stuff. No, but, no, but the deal with Sanchez is, and it, it pains me to say it because he played for Atlanta last year and we let him go, 
uh, and he went to Washington. That dude can throw any pitch on any count. He's got junk, man. He's got four pitches that he can locate and throw on any count. So, I mean, if, if those pitches are going, that can happen on if any given night. In, he's un, he's That's unbeatable. what I'm saying. But I don't know, man. I, I'm telling you right now. I would not be shocked if Washington won the World Series in ga- in seven games, no matter who they're facing. I mean, here's the thing: you're getting maybe uh, as far as our lifetimes. We're we're born in the early '80s. We're looking back from what I can remember. I can't think of a better pitching matchup no. ever. Like I don't no. I don't know if all time it exists. You're talking about an entire series: game one matchup, game two matchup, game three matchup. Freaking unreal. I remember like something similar, uh, somewhat matched up was the 0-1 uh, Yankees versus the Diamondbacks. Yeah, it, yep, it, yep. it was it was Johnson, uh, big unit and Schilling, yep. and taking on the, the Yankees because right. it was the Yankees' big well oil machine. They had what Clemens and yeah. Pettit. Yeah, but my point is that the real dudes was uh, big unit and Schilling. But then and, it was nobody. And then the Yankees were kind of matching up based on hype. These are actually two well-oiled machines on both sides. The one thing I will say about this series, as big as we've been talking about the starting pitching, and I'm all over it, I'm really looking forward to it. If Scherzer or Strasburg goes out and has a bad start and they get into that Washington bullpen, whether they play the Yankees or the Astros, it could be 4-0 American League quickly. It, It could, but you know what? I'll say this too. Let's not sell short the offense. Like, we're assuming the Astros are going to win the series, which I think it's pretty safe to say they're going up 3-1 after tonight. But let, let's be honest. There's bats in those lineups. The Astros got some bats. The Nats have some bats. You know, we, we have a potential for some offense, and if that happens, it's going to be amazing. But it's it, to me, you know, baseball, Major League Baseball may not be excited because you don't have the Yankees. You may not have the Dodgers. You may not have the Red Sox or whoever. But – Houston versus Washington, you have stars. You have guys that are going to leave a legacy. Absolutely. And, and you know what? You're going to walk away from this series, and there's going to be some people who are immortalized forever. I'm telling you right now, I don't know what side it's going to be. I can't tell you who it's going to be. But by the time this World Series comes to an end, there's going to be at least one guy who is immortalized as as one of those Mr. October types that you're going to be like, damn, he brought it. He was the man. World Series MVP, whatever it may be, it's going to happen. I can tell you it's going to be. It's going to be Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. He hasn't lost in 14 starts. That's intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. Garrett Cole might be the man. Anyway, we're excited for baseball playoffs. If you can't get excited for baseball playoffs in the World Series, we're on the precipice of maybe the greatest World Series matchup in at least a decade. If you can't excite it and you if you can't get romantic about baseball, I can't help you, brother. It is what it is. But we can't wait for the World Series to start. Let's get this series over with Astros. Go ahead and put the Yankees out. Sorry, Mr. Suarez, friend of the show. Your Yankees are getting ready. You to got it out. wrong. You got it wrong. All your other picks are right. You know, we talked baseball, and I didn't mention probably the biggest news that came out of the past 24 hours. Who's the new manager for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? That guy who spent like 31 years as a a bench coach or some crap. (laughs) Is Joe Madden going to make a difference out there in Anaheim? I believe he will. Mike Trout, welcome to the postseason. 
I mean, oh, that's bold right now, there. I, I, I disagree completely with that statement. Um, <laughs> but uh, I like to know what uh, <laughs> Madden's War is. Right? What Madden's War is? Exactly. <laughs> what? His, his war. I don't know what his war is. As a manager, exactly. can you configure that? No, my point is, is like he is good for a few, I'd say between three to five wins probably in a given season. I'm, I'm being serious. You're talking about a manager. Absolutely. Having a war of a five as a ceiling. You think I'm playing? I, I'm just clarifying. Dude, no, you're like, dogging. Let, let, let's talk about Brad Osmus and talk about, like, let's talk about uh, Joe Madden, all right? All right. I think if you go over 162 games, absolutely, a Madden could have won three to five games more than Brad Osmus. I think that's reasonable to say. I just agree manage with that. It. But let's be real. American League, you don't have to do a lot of managing. But anyways, that's another story for another day. H. <laughs> but uh, if the Angels don't get any pitching, uh, it's not going to matter anyway. No. And, and, like, let's be honest, the Astros are still in their division, right? Yeah. All but right. Cole's leaving, so. Well, maybe. He will. He'll leave. Cole's leaving. leaving. Verlander's getting older. I'll say this about Madden. I love the hire if, I, if I'm an Angels fan, and here's why. Say what you want to about Madden. He's been the manager of the year in both leagues. He's also taken a team from each league to the World Series and won the Cubs 100 and how many years? That's a big deal. The Devil Rays. I'm just saying, the guy has proven that he can get there and win it. If I'm an Angels fan, I'm ex- I'm excited as can be with this now, hire. It's a great hire. And they, mean, they only paid three million or three years for twelve million. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's the best hire available. Absolutely. I mean, if you're if you're a man if you're a team out there looking for a manager, that's the guy you wanted. Now you can't get him. Yep. What's the team owner Art Marino? He needs Marty to start Marino. shelling out some uh, money for the pitching. <laughs> this he is uh, pitching. pitching wins championships. This yeah. is the Anaheim right? Angels, Los Angeles, now, California Angels. Yeah, I wouldn't say that they if they do address the pitching, they could be very well in the wild card hunt next year. I mean, it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. Throw him in there. Hey, moving on real quick. We did. We we talked to Eugene a little bit later in the show, and he he got to drop a couple names on the XFL draft. I just want to run through a few here real quick. You know, the XFL is is going to start this season after the Super Bowl this year, and just just you let me know. Are you excited at all about some of these names? The Dallas Renegades. You know who their quarterback is? Jared Lorenzen. That would he he passed away. Oh, he died. Oh, wow. That's messed up. Wow. He passed away, Biggie. Yeah, Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I know you, how you feel now you when you call me. everybody dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, it's Landry Jones, actually. Who, who oh, be, Bob Stoops is their coach. Who could be starting in uh, Pittsburgh right now if he would have stuck around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Open trial. They also got Tommy Lee Lewis from New Orleans Saints fans. Uh, the D.C. Defenders, their quarterback is Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones is one guy who should have left college a year before he did. After they won that national title, he could have probably won as a first-round pick and said he came back, and look where he is now. He's in the XFL. XFL! <laughs> All right, the Houston Roughnecks, their quarterback may just be a former Raiders quarterback. Who was your backup when David Carr got hurt? Was Derek it Matt McLoing? Yeah, there you go, Matt McLoing. Uh, what was the other? What was the guy from Michigan State? That was him. Connor Cook? No, sorry. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I remember him. At, well, it was the back injury, right? Yeah, Connor yeah. Cook is uh, the quarterback potentially for the Houston Roughnecks. I remember him. 
The uh, L.A. Wildcats have a Luis Perez from Texas A&M. I have no idea who that is. No idea. Neither do I. Oh, but Matt McGloin is your quarterback for the New York Guardians. See, they're both in there. Look at you guys. You're ahead of me on my script. Yeah. You must be inside my head. That's right. Uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks got – I think it's funny they give St. Louis a team. The NFL won't, but the XFL will. <laughs> they got Jordan Taomu from Mississippi and Brogan Roback. That's wow. – I don't know. I don't know. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Seattle Dragons got a quarterback from Troy, Brandon Silvers. Uh, Tampa Bay Vipers, I like this one. Their quarterback is Aaron Murray from Georgia. Ooh. I mean, there's a guy that's got a chance. I, name like the, I, I just like the Tampa Bay Vipers. That's a nice name, right? Hey, I'm going to go ahead and put my name down for them. Uh, so you're that's taking place. They're the becoming Birmingham our Birmingham. Yeah, exactly. All right, so Vipers. you heard it here. We don't know sports. We are all in on the Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Vipers. Vipers. I love it. RKO out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. Hey, Real quick, before we completely end the segment, did you see what happened to Miles Garrett this week? I saw that he went to take a picture with a fan who tried to punch him, and he called it something like a, a the pull top or something like that. He sucker punched him. The guy punched Miles Garrett. Now, I don't know if you've seen Miles Garrett. Like he's a big man, and Miles uh, Garrett took the high road because he knew he was going to get sued. He just let the guy sucker punch him, and he was kind of thinking, "Well, that's all he's got. I'm okay with that," and he let what? him go. What was the movie we watched? We were kids. Hulk Hogan was in it against uh, Zeus. Can't remember. No holds oh, barred. No holds barred. So Miles Garrett is like more buff than Zeus. <laughs> like, why would you pick that guy to punch in the yeah, face? Oh, that's deep. You know what? I can't pay my child support. I'm gonna punch Miles Garrett in the face. Uh, that's gonna help help pay the bills right there. But Miles Garrett did not take the bait. He took the high road. Also in the world of the NFL, did you know the man who's worth $2.7 million a win decided to call it a career? I got to tell you, uh, the Brock Weiler. <laughs> Brocktober is over. <laughs> that guy right there is like the epitome of what you can take from people without ever having to actually do any of the work. <laughs> <laughs> can you name all the teams that Brock played for? Uh, Broncos, Texans. Dolphins, Titans. Forgot about the Browns. Browns. Uh, I don't know if he was on the Titans or not. (laughs) It was either four or five teams that he played for. Uh, Somebody paid him $2.7 million for a win. Guess whose grandkids never have to work. All right, last but not least, Jalen Ramsey gets traded from the Jaguars. And what the Rams give up? Two first-round picks? And a fourth round. And a fourth round. Can I just say this? This has kind of been a trend that's been gradually happening, but the NFL and player movement has turned into the NBA. Oh, I don't like being here. I'll just sit down. You're going to pay me. It never used to be that way. And fake an injury and cry, whatever. He hasn't played in three (laughs) weeks because his back hurts. All of a sudden, he gets traded. He's ready to go Sunday. Yeah, it drives me nuts, too. I agree. I just. It teaches it everybody me. that if you don't like your situation, just cry and pout about it and get out of it. In hey, the NFL, though, honestly, I really don't care. It doesn't bother me because they have, you know, the the contracts that can be ripped up in a moment's notice. So if they want to do what they can to get there, as I understand. No, I got that, but don't be a bitch about it. So he's being a bitch. Yeah. Do you want to play for the Jaguars? I play for anybody. Well, I would too. My point <laughs> is, anybody would. But like, just because you're like 
crying about your situation? Honor your contract. I mean, if Blake Bortles is still the quarterback, I'd understand. But don't act like you're hurt and just it's, – it's so much – everything's so, like, petty drama. They're all freaking glorified drama queens. I just – I can't deal with it. It's millennials. Bro. I can't deal with it. It's I have a serious issue here's with – Sorry, go ahead. With go ahead. athletes nowadays, and here's why. There were some guys who were kind of divas as we grew up. Like T.O.? Yeah, but – with the invention of social media, every player who thinks that he should be getting paid—he was a diva, but he still played. I, it just—it bothers it me. You know, like Rams. You know what? Here's the thing, bud. You're in Florida. It's warm. Show up. Get your millions. Move on. And millions. Sorry, I missed and that. millions. No, but <laughs> like, there's a reason why the Rams are three and three. They got a lot of talent on that roster, and guess what? Ramsey's now there, but let's just pretend like our offensive line's not a problem. We'll throw a little band-aid on there and sign Ramsey, and our offensive line still sucks, and golf's still going to suck. They're the glorified Falcons right now. So, yeah, their offensive line still sucks. Uh, Ramsey, I hope you enjoy missing the playoffs. Well, here's the thing. If you're the Rams and you're out in L.A. and you're building that stadium and the Chargers suck, they have no home base at all. You're trying to overtake the town. Stan Kroenke's building that stadium. He wants to sell season tickets and all that. Give me Jalen Ramsey. Give me this big name. Give me that big name. All right, so we think Jalen Ramsey's a punk, but congratulations. He's got a new gig out. If we put way. him in the top ten, which I don't remember who did, let's take him out immediately. Who's in the top ten? The Rams. I didn't put him in I don't, the top I don't ten. think I did either. I'm just saying. They were number 15 on my list. All right, well, just make sure they stay there. They they weren't in the top ten. Let's make them down to 20. Hey, just, I, just before we move off of this, which we need to do, I'm going to say one thing. Jalen Ramsey doesn't deserve to lick the drops off of Stephon Gilmore's jockstrap. <laughs> What drops? What drops? Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> ah. I'm glad you've been holding on to that thought All right, for a right. while. Don't look the drops. That, hey, moving on, before we get to our question of the week, which we asked our fans, we do have a couple college football games, nothing crazy. Arizona State, the Fighting Herm Edwards are on the road at Utah. Are you guys going to watch that at all? Do you care? Mr. Brown, you're not even a college football fan. Is that something that piques your interest? Uh, no. Not at all. Biggie, how about you? I'm into that game because I'm a huge Herm Edwards fan. I love what he's he done. Because he plays to win the game. I do like Herm Edwards. No, he's done some great things with that program. I like him as a person. Hey, if it wasn't for the West Coast bias, I'd probably watch it, but that's going to be a late start, I'm sure. Michigan and Penn State might be the game of the week. I don't even feel like talking about anything else after that. Is, is Penn State just going to murder Michigan? Is this the end of the Harbaugh era in Michigan? Here's what's going to happen this weekend. I'm calling it now. You can let me know how well I did afterwards. So Michigan this week on the road to Penn State. All that goodwill that came with hiring Jim Harbaugh, and we're going to win the Big Ten. We're going to win national championship. You guys remember a decade ago when they lost to a Division Two, Three FCS? Happy State, Appalachian State. So this weekend, after Michigan State gets their freaking jockstrap ripped off and shoved down their throat by Penn State, they'll be out of the top twenty-five, and Appalachian State, with a victory, will move up into the top twenty. I knew you were dying to bring that up. I'm glad mm-hmm. you were able to work it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, South Carolina, who upset the Georgia Bulldogs, they're going to play Florida. Any chance they repeat that magic two weeks in a row? I think it's probably a uh, more likely than not that I they agree. do because Florida's not very good. No, I think Florida has no offense. Yeah. And I think it would be great. I'd love to see South Carolina rise up. I mean, 
Lou Holtz might Lou Holtz might come back and and help you know run some plays. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't have anything to follow up with that either. That's a terrible segment, and we're going to wrap it up now. But stay tuned because the next segment, it's getting spicy. All I could think of when you said Lou Holtz was him wanting to fight Jimmy Johnson in the parking lot in <laughs> 1988. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you hear that music? We all got a little crush on different people from the sports world, but you know what? We turned it over to the We Don't Know Sports universe, and they came out in full force. And we asked everyone, who's your sports crush? Who do you love? Who did you admire? Who did you just gravitate toward? Men, women alike. We asked everybody, who was your sports crush? And you know what? I got to say, social media did not disappoint them. Not at all. <laughs> Not wow. at all. And, and you know what? We're going to start right off the newest that we got on here. And, you know, we had men and women alike. And the ladies, we really appreciate you representing. Such as Kathy Jean coming out with Jason Barrett. Like, what a great sports crush that is. Jason Best thighs in baseball. <laughs> in fact, he decked A-Rod, put it over the top <laughs> for Kathy got Jean. The best thighs in baseball. <laughs> but Jason Barrett, you win, brother. You're in. I agree with him, Dakin A-Rod. I love that. Oh, and, and you know, soccer players have got some love. How many Alex Morgan comments did we get? Uh, it's all over it. All over. There was a ton of Alex Morgan. We got some Hope Solos in there, too. But I think Alex Morgan was the runaway champ when it comes to ladies' soccer. I think a lot of people look up to her. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Uh, and then I like I like how we got some of our older fans chiming in with Jack Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's great. That, I mean, look at that hair. Is that you that found that picture, Mr. Brown? Jack Kemp? I thought it was Donald Trump. No, I didn't find that. I, I, who did that? His that was hair Mar- was Marianne Ineo. His I'm hair is gray, before. not orange. That picture, I got to tell you, that man right there, he is a <laughs> solid-looking gentleman. He looks like a politician, that's for yep. sure. Uh, Kerry Nolan brought in Tim Brown, dot, dot, dot. Mr. Radar. What's not the love, man? You know he's got the softest hands. He does have all the land. You know, we we got some uh, Martina Hingis on here. That was nice. Uh, Jason Snodgrass dropped the gif of the day with Tori Wilson from WWE fame. Oh, my God. We're just going to skip over that because the show is going to get too hot. That was ridiculous. I can just stop. None of these divas today have anything on Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson, you are a legend. You are a Hall of Famer in WWE's eyes. I just Absolutely. have to say, of the over two or 300 comments on here, Jason Snodgrass gift, that won the day. That won the day. Congratulations. Uh, Alexa Bliss from WWE fame made it on here. I got the five feet of fury comment on there from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. We got some old school Katarina Vitt. Do you guys remember her? Who I do. It was a, a German figure skater. Yep. Oh, okay. She actually posed for Playboy. We got a lot of Tim Tebow love. So is it Tim Tebow, the man, Tim Tebow, the, the sex object, Tim Tebow, the you know, overall paragon of virtue? What was oh. What is it about Tim Tebow that ladies love? I want to say it's a combination of the three because Tim Tebow as a college football player and Tim Tebow just as a guy in a T-shirt – 
pretty sexy hunk of a man right there. <laughs> I'm glad you're comfortable saying that. I, I think they're all in, like hoping they still like a virgin, and they're trying to like be the one that breaks him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, th- their- I think they're gonna try- take that virginity right from there. <laughs> Throwing a saddle on, chance. they're breaking yeah. out. They're yeah. breaking out. He all gonna right. chomp on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Michelle Wee from uh, LPGA fame. Yep. She's on there a lot. Uh, we also have uh, David Beckham. You know, and-, and I had to ask people when they would just say Beckham. I don't know if they meant Odell or David, and not a single person said Odell. So which one do you like? Do- the part down the middle, the cornrows, the shaved head, or just the. Uh- Wake up out of bed. I don't care. I'm going with the shaved head. Like, All right. I can't do it with cornrows. Yeah. So before we go any further, I just have to interrupt and say one thing. Uh, Heather Night Nightbringer. <laughs> I'm guessing she's from Wisconsin, but I just love this for the big, the real men out there who do the walk. Has a picture of the guy who shows you how you drink when Aaron Rodgers can't. We oh, haven't even the, got there yet. That was the offensive lineman. You're jumping ahead. Yeah, quit jumping ahead. We got Alexa Bliss in here a couple more times before. Well, the, I've seen I, her right, so Nightbringer, many times. Heather Nightbringer. You're right. Who is that? I don't know his name. No, nah, I'm down with you now, Aaron. The Packers P- offensive sorry. lineman. I don't know what his name is. I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. All right, you know. All right, going back, we got some uh, Trish Stratus in there. I think she appeared a couple times. Uh, did you guys know who Jane Kennedy is? No. So I guess she was a. a I, I see. Don't know I she, see the comment here though. I can't remember what she was. But so was, uh, Michael, how you say it, Runbeck? I will go with Runbeck. So I applaud you because I, you know, I'm, Mr. That's, Brown's liking it. Mr. <laughs> Brown's, you know, he's seeing he's liking it. So I'm sorry. I, I, that's saucy. I like that. All I right, like then it. we got Kimberly Hannah in here going Brent Selleck. That's an odd one. I like that. Though. No, I, I mean, like it's specific. You know, we posted a picture of Brent Selleck, and it got some, some likes. Brent on. Selleck was kind of like before tight ends were cool. You know what I'm saying? He played for the Eagles. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jake uh, Masias, he went with Rhonda. I'm guessing he means Rousey because it says she's now, my favorite. I know this dude. Team. He's a huge wrestling fan. So he likes Rhonda Rousey. We, we got Jake uh, on our page from some of the wrestling groups. All right, good deal. So then we got uh, Harlan Thacker going with Gabriella Sabatini. Gabriella Sabatini appeared a couple times, but I guess she was a real big uh, tennis player back in the 80s. And you know what? She's aged very well, very graceful. I, I like that pick. She, she, she's a fox. I'll give it And I, I think we're, we're going back to Tebow real quick. We got Tebow. Kathy okay. Boatman Conlon. I think she loves the shimmy he does when he swings and misses on a curveball. <laughs> and double A. Triple uh, A now. Sorry, triple A. He's triple A. Hey, we're back to Alex Morgan. Yeah. She's in there again. This I, one surprised me. We got a couple of Javi Lopez's. That, that don't surprise me. He's a, that little, like Javi. That little Latino, like Latino, uh, suave he, type thing. You know, he had that. Viva La Raza. Yeah. <laughs> he had that Enrique Iglesias thing, only he had, you know, real swagger. <laughs> and <laughs> chicks dig the long ball. Yeah. yeah. And he hit 30 home runs a few times. Samson Camp- Campanella. He won't Maisha Tate. Maisha Tate. I like that. That's good. I like that one. We got she a Kobe be your ass and Kobe's mine. in there. Finally, we get to a Danica Patrick. All right. That took and, a minute. And then uh, Kyle Ripken Jr., the baby blues man. Dude, that's odd, too. I, You know what? The baby blues just do it for some people. I get that. But like this one, he looks like he's stoned out of his mind. <laughs> he does that's look a little. That's an old. That's like 1984. Yeah, that is the best pick I could find of that young star. <laughs> that was you? Yeah. That was great. 
Sorry. And then the uh, pole vaulter from Oregon. She's in here now. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Biggie. It's okay. He just put her picture, didn't he? He did. We don't need a name. But she's she's on there quite a bit. If you sur- if you Google she, search. We'll get like, to the name. She has represented tra- multiple times yeah, on this she's list. She's like the Google search winner for most attractive female athlete. I'm but, confused by but, Joshua Peterson. Yeah, Female, I mean, Serena he, by a mile. He's going both. Serena by a mile. Well, Serena is probably the clubhouse leader. I, there's a lot of Serena votes. And I, I yeah. was leaning that way. That I'm going to be Serena. honest. And then uh, for male, toss up between A-Rod and Brady. Kind of like Eugene, you know, who who was like, you know, I love me some Tony Dorsett, but I like Cheryl Swoops. You know, we'll hear that But one. how do you go A-Rod, big Bronx guy to Brady? Um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, Brady was probably the clubhouse leader for the men's. Yeah. You know, as we yeah. Uh, we got, he was. We got a Stephanie McMahon. I tell you those side. votes. Stephanie McMahon's in here. Oh, Mr. Stephanie Brown man. with a vote. And then uh, Biggie's favorite, finally a Maria Sharapova sighting. I'm just saying, have you listened to her play tennis? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's fantastic. Mm. Um, we got some uh, Olympic. Uh, well, first, before we get to that, we got a Jenny Finch sighting. Got that there. He just mentioned it, right? Yeah, I just mentioned it. Anthony, uh, how Tapia. It? Tapia. 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 I don't know. Uh, we got a Clint Morton going with the Dominic Marciano, but really the whole 1996 <laughs> Olympic gymnastics team. Is this picture current? Uh, that That is as of now, yes. Or, or relatively recent. That's not bad. It's not. You know what? He was right to pick the 96 Olympic gymnastics team. You know what I feel like he did there? He was like that episode of Friends where you have that list of five people, and he just threw them all on. <laughs> he just threw them all. That's, that only counts for one. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, other deal we got that popped up quite a bit is Anna Kornikou. Joseph Meyer, thank you, and I, I, I'm glad you brought it up because I'm even more appreciative of our response. Thanks, <laughs> we, guys. We have a lot of. <laughs> I was you, working today. <laughs> you move down the list, you get more Anna Kornikova. She, she's all over the mm. place. Back to uh, UFC, we get some Paige Van Zant and Michelle Watterson. Uh, I did, I did not know who Michelle Watterson. I haven't is. heard that name. I, I know who it is now. If you follow <laughs> UFC, well, Paige Van Zant's been out there a little bit more, so you know her. But woo, can't go wrong with either one. All right, the next one. I don't know if I'm saying the name right. Liz Cambridge, Cambridge. Did you know who that was? It's a six foot nine Australian basketball player with a lot of swag. She's got hey, some swag. Is that the only one on there, right? That she's on there a couple times. Jonathan uh, Collin, top fan. He was shout very, out to him. He was very excited about that. No, so shout out to him for knowing what he wants. He, he does. He. I appreciate people that make decisions. Exactly. All right, we're gonna gloss over the uh, residual Tom Brady oh, references yeah. here. Because we get that enough Biggie every we're, week. Yeah, we do. We know Biggie's got. We're back yeah. to David Beckham again. And then we got a, a random uh, Natalie uh, Golbus. 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 Golfer? Yeah, the golfer. Wow. I mean, you know what? There's some golfers out there. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, uh, and then explain to me how Lenny Dykstra makes the list. I love it how like they have Dykstra on here and they tag somebody. <laughs> and then we have a nice picture of him with his fat ass strolling down, <laughs> trying to make a dollar. And certain people laugh, and then one woman still loves it. Oh. She's like, fat or not, I love Lenny Dykstra. Uh, that is fantastic. I love that. We found the retired like Mets jersey, black slacks version of Lenny Dykstra. Waving at the crowd, having oh. a hard time walking out there. I got to tell you... Uh, 
Following that up, Anthony Melendez and the gift that whoever threw out there, oh, Michelle man. Beetle. Michelle Beetle. <laughs> that was uh, befitting of how she has worked to where she is. She- <laughs> oh, that's not a swerve at all. I mean, she couldn't even take on the, the foot long. All right, so we got we got Michelle Beetle. She's not really an athlete, the- but sports anchor. You know, She's so- just going with the normal uh, Coney Island that, hot dog. That's what it was. They were all in right. Jersey. All right. And then uh, we're back to more Kornikova. More time. JJ Watt gets a sighting. You know, I'm, I, I like that as a choice. He got me excited just for all of his charity work. I, mean, so I like that choice. Dude. And then we went old school with some female soccer. Mia Hams on there. You know, we, we got some uh, uh, Paige out of, out of WWE fame. You know, if you like the golf look. I will, <laughs> Paige is my favorite. Right. Oh, we got a we got a home run with Mr. Page. Just look her up online. Just at, at, no, look, do not Google that. Look her up no. online. That is not appropriate. <laughs> ask for any video, of no, Paige. No, do not do that. I love Paige. We do not condone that. It's funny you would hey. call her a home run right before Jenny no, Finch. We're not doing that. We're she is a good time. We got Jenny Finch again. She's on here. Dorothy Hamill. How about that old school Dorothy Hamill? Late or early eighties. <laughs> U.S. figure skater. Um, and then uh, somebody just randomly, Brian Garvey. There's What's guys, that about? There's guys in Chicago with mustaches drinking beer, eating sausages right now saying, where's Ditka? So, you know, we, we hit him with the Bears. So uh, what's that got to do with this crush? I don't know. We're just going to move on. All right. So Edward Lucerio has the hottest that's lady in the whole poll again. We, we got to get a name on her. She's on yeah, here a couple she got to be on there. All right. I'm surprised it took this long to get to Derek Jeter. Uh, he's on there. Hey, I actually uh, know Morgan Moore, so shout out to Morgan for this uh, right. representative job, of Derek Morgan. Jeter. So, All right, we got some... Hailing uh, from St. Albans like the old man. <laughs> we got some WWE stuff on here. We got Trish Stratus, uh, you know, always a good pick. Charlotte Flair. You the know, queen! Not my favorite, but... You know, we'll give a woo. I mean, she's a little loppy, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're back to Tim Tebow. Ryan Fitzpatrick makes an appearance. Really? magic. I love it. Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. They out here looking like Conor McGregor. Tim Tebow. Then we're back to Gabriella Sabatini. She's on there twice. You know, getting some love. Oh, yeah. And that, that's, you know, that's nice. My favorite. I saw this and I was, I was surprised. Daryl Bramlett. Brought us Dominic Dawes from 1996 Olympic game, and uh, yes, good choice. That's a crush. I love this one from Katie Lee, the Admiral. He was the first person that could make me think shoulders were attractive. (laughs) Like it's for real. His shoulders had their own muscles. You know what, the Admiral, he was rocking. He He was was the man. I love him. We got a couple people going all in on Monica Sellis, you know, back in the day. Good job Eh, there. And then a random Australian long jumper, Melanie Adams. I I didn't know what she was holding. She's a long jumper? Yeah, she's long. I had to Google it. And if you Google it, you'll get lost on the internet for a while. All right. And then uh, Aaron Andrews makes an appearance on the countdown. And that was the worst gif I could find. I'll probably watch it a million times because that creepy guy in the background. I couldn't stop watching it. It was terrible. It was good. And then, uh, of course, they wanted the peephole video. Not happening. We're not Gawker, damn it. We're not getting caught up in lawsuits. We got a Jillian Barbary reference from Lance Roten. All right. Uh, Jillian. Not bad. Uh, And then uh, Eugenia Bouchard. I think I'm saying that right. Mm. She was... uh, she was a tennis player from Argentina. Hold on. Charles Andrew Combs. 
Bravo, sir, for that first pick. That's all I'm going to say. That was uh, representative of anything. Way better than what we posted. I'm saying you did your homework, sir. Hats off to you. Yes. Back to Jenny Finch. She makes the countdown again. Anna Kornikova once again. Nadia Komenichi. I had to Google that one. And like I can't remember what she is or what she did. But hey, you know what? She's aged well. Good for her. She's looking good. Um, Andy Gilmore Spears brought out Demarcus Ware. When's the last time you talked about Demarcus Ware? Probably the last time he played football, like 17 years ago. Yeah, but anyway, you know, that was a crush for uh, Andy, though. She was happy. And she liked your uh, picture of him shirtless? Oh, uh, you know, I try to please the lady thing. I On the practice field there. We're, we're back to Brady. He's in the... In oh, Mexican. keep it rolling. How about Mary Lou Retton out of Fairmont, West That's Virginia? That's right. Yeah. All right. What's she low. like, an even 4'11"? Look at this. <laughs> she might be 5'11". <laughs> Javi Lopez makes the list again. Julian Edelman. You know, there's some Patriots fans out there that love them guys no matter what. Don't care, don't is a baller. She don't care about the shrinkage. <laughs> <laughs> He'll tickle her with that beard. Back on the countdown, and then there was some random uh, track athlete. Uh, I don't know. No, she, that, was a, that was a great gift. Th- this lady who's uh, David Rawa, this is like the best gift other it than uh, the Tory Wilson gift. She's peppy. She is a... Uh, at other places on this list I discovered. <laughs> All right. Do your homework. Right. Michelle, we makes the countdown again. Back to Trish Stratus. And then, I don't know who that is. Charles Andrew Coombs. We could, we could He's already something. said something. I don't know. No, he was the same guy who had the other one. All right, That's about, uh, about the Will tennis Parry player again. Lita from WWE fan. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then my personal favorite, I had some what is she again? She was a figure skater. Gold oh. medalist, damn it. All right, well, I'm sorry. That's she your go She was born to. the same year you were. Yeah. Come on. Chris Everett, going back in the day. This is know. a terrible gift for her. Well, there's not a lot of Chris Everett gifts out there. You got to go with what you can work with. You know my most, it. like, she's like, yeah, dog. Favorite, popular, yeah. whatever, Chris Everett memory is when... Jim Everett punched Jim Rome. Yeah. That's We're calling him Chris, Chris Everett. Everett. I'm just saying that's the first thing that pops in my mind. All right. Moving on. Stacy Keebler. If you don't know who she Legs is. Legs for days. Woo. Hope Solo makes the list there again. Serena and it ain't even close. Alex Morgan again. Katarina Vitt makes again with Janet Evans, who I did not know, but very nice looking Olympic swimmer. Tom Brady on the list showing all his bling. Uh, Lauren, Lauren Chamberlain. Chamberlain. We got a softball player on oh. there. It's not Jenny Finch. I like it. It's good. Serena again. Anna Kornikova again. Then a random caveman clay man. I love the gift here. You him like that sitting one? down for his glamour shot. He's just, he's just looking at like, me. That's like, that's like old girl Napoleon Dynamite took his that's picture. That's exactly what it is. Uh, Carly Springs Bessette, out your eyes. Carly Bessette, tennis player. Wasn't sure who she was. Had to Google that one. Lindsey Vaughn on here a couple times. There's Serena again. I mean, it, this could go on for days. So let me cut it off now. Just to ask you for the second time, Biggie. Who's your sports crush? Who, who do you got? Uh, the name I didn't get to spit out earlier. The guy who can chug beer, David Bottiari. You like that guy? That's, That's your crush. You're going with the dude. No. All right, I respect that. That's nice. If uh, if I were forced to choose. One person, which I cannot do, but for the sake of this, 
I'll see Maria Sharapova. Yeah, right. I knew you would. It's Tom Brady. Come yeah, on. we know it's Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I, obviously, for me, it's Marla Hooch, I already said. Marla Hooch. Yeah. Who's Hooch. Marla Hooch? Hooch. Who's Marla Hooch? The girl, you got the, Hooch. the girl in League of Their Own that they wouldn't even Hooch. zoom in. Because <laughs> she was so ugly. She was the sister to the hot chick that could pitch. No, no, no. That was the catcher. She was the girl who played second base on a league of their own that they wouldn't even zoom in and like, now batting, Marla Hooch. Hooch. And, and like, she scared him. It was bad. Anyways, in, in all real uh, reality, I think I already touched on it. For me, it's Paige. Man, let's keep moving. You like Paige. I love right. Paige. And, and I, I told you before, I was a big fan of Tara Lipinski, and I was just glad someone else brought it up. I'm not saying I liked the 16-year-old ice skating version of Tara Lipinski, but she's bossing the new fun, you know. So, did, did, was there any Bella Twins sightings? There was not. not. That Honestly, if I had to pick, it's between Paige and the Bella Twins. Oh, no, you're wrong. I love the Bella They're Twins. They're not even in the top ten of WWE divas. You're out of your mind. You're right. So, I can name ten that are better. I just have a question for each of you. Of the entire list... What You're is the here. one that was the Crazy. no-brainer, and what is the one that you can't believe wasn't on the list? The Bella I, Twins. I can't Bella believe twins. it was on. He says Bella Twins. Yeah, I can't believe they're not on there. I, I, I don't. I, I wasn't really surprised. I feel like everyone I kind of thought about, you know, was on the list. I, I'm not taken aback by anything. I thought the We Don't Know Sports Nation did us proud. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. That and the Bella Twins don't deserve to be on the list. Ha <laughs> ha, I'm glad they're not on there. They Let's move on it. to they the next segment. Cutting at it. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now is none other than the legendary Eugene Napoleon, longtime friend of the show. We've had him on here before. He took an hour and a half up of time before because he's just a wealth of knowledge, has so much to talk about, has a lot going on. Eugene, welcome back to We Don't Know Sports Podcast. How are you, sir? Man, I'm blessed. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Man, you know, I, I'm struggling. I am in a rut. I cannot pick an <laughs> NFL game to save my life. Uh, so, you know, I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to let you have your own column on our chart or if I'm just going to steal your picks if they're good. But either way, I'm hoping you can at least, you know, bring us up, raise us out of the ashes here, so to speak, because we, we're not doing well. But before we get into that, you know, how's things going up in New Jersey? How's life been treating you? I haven't talked to you for a few months. I know things are well, man. Up and running, as you know. Um, have the documentary out, which I'm really happy about. It, it's on Amazon Prime, uh, inside the Jersey Eugene Napoleon documentary. You know, my wife wrote the title song 304 to that particular uh, uh, project, and uh, that record hit number one in the R&B soul charts, man. So we're Ooh. so excited. All right. So. You know, before we uh, get into all this stuff with the NFL, you know, definitely a guy who's not born and raised in West Virginia, but you're definitely uh, a Mountaineer for life. I think we all know that. And, and for definitely. some reason, you know, a guy who played college football 20 years ago, we still find your jersey in the shops around here somehow. How's that working? I, you know what? I can pinch myself, man. I'm humbled. Um, it, it, it's it's such a great thing. You know, I every time I watch a game or, or somebody will send me a picture. Of, of them in my jersey um I, like i said i pinched myself it's awesome to have that and, and it's a blessing i'll tell you this i saw it down in taze valley at sports fans i seen it and i was like i gotta try it on i'm getting it today <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey and you look good in it i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Well, hey, before we get into the NFL, you know, we, we had a little bit of news with the XFL out there. They just had their draft, and, you know, we know you're a pretty well-connected guy that, that knows a yeah. ton of athletes out there. So you got any any personal relationships, anybody that, that's given a second chance at, at football life here? You're going to laugh at this. My son actually had an opportunity. He went out to, uh, and, and had a private workout with the Washington team a few months back, but he didn't get drafted uh, yesterday or the day prior. So he's now coaching at the college level. So shout out to him, to Brandon. Oh, but where's he coaching hit, at? He's at Susquehanna University up in PA. Okay, I actually know where that's at. All right, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's the corners coach and he's doing well. But shout out to Will Hill. Will Hill played at St. Peter's Prep High School, and Will played a few years in the NFL. Uh, went to University of Florida, and he just got drafted. So I'm real excited for him. I think he's gonna you know do really, really well in that league. And I'm hoping that the league does well. What team did he go to? If I'm not mistaken, I want to say the Baltimore team. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was the Baltimore team. And uh, he's a safety. So, you know, he likes to crack heads and, and do his thing. So shout outs to Will. <laughs> I know he's going to do well. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm with you. I'm hoping the XFL does well too. You know, I'm not sitting here, you know, having illusions of grandeur that it's going to rival the NFL or anything, but I like the fact that they took two years to figure it out before they launched it. And, and hopefully they don't go the way of the AAF, but we're, we're well, still rocking the Birmingham iron here. That was our <laughs> squad in the AAF. I know that's right. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I think Vince McMahon got it right this time. I think when you put he put his own money behind it. So it's not like he was waiting for somebody to put to, to put some chips in. He put his own money. Five hundred million dollars. Exactly. And when you go in and you're not really dealing with having the, the, the networks having to have them pay you the first year, you just want to get visibility. So I think I think he did it the right way this time. I think he took the antics of the of the uh, the, the wrestling piece out of it. He's letting the football people run it, and I think I think it'll do well because of that. Yeah, I think you just hit the nail on the head there. Turned around from the first time when NBC was a part of it, and it was a much different uh, angle. Could have started last year, decided to take an extra year to put it into play, right. to have everything right, and it's all his money into it. I think it's going to be a really good system to give us some football in the offseason. Maybe some of these guys will get a shot in the NFL for what they see through there. Exactly. I believe, I believe that. You know, you can't – and again, I like when they bought it when they had it the first time. There were some pretty good football players in that in, in that league the first time around. But you know how we are. Football, you know, realist. You don't want you can't mix wrestling with football. It, it just doesn't work. Right, right. right. <laughs> I, I do I do wish that Jim Ross could actually be a good football commentator, but it's just not meant to be. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just want to hear him be like, he broke him in half. <laughs> <laughs> slobber knocker you know whatever uh, it takes yeah well that, that's all right you know it, it's um it's it's wonderful to have something like that and hopefully we'll see something come from it and congratulations to your son getting that opportunity at Susquehanna hopefully we'll see some you know beginnings of a, a awesome coaching career take place there uh but you know I, I asked you a question before we kind of got you on here and I'm gonna put you on the spot while we're recording you know, we asked, and we already covered it on our podcast earlier in the show, that we asked everyone out there who their sports crush was, like growing up as a kid or even as an adult or somebody that you really, like, gravitated to. And, you know, I'm putting you on the spot, Eugene. Like, who's your sports crush? Who was who was the one you're like, mm-mm-mm? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, I, I, hit you, I hit you with two names before. I you gave did. you – 
I stayed safe. I gave you the politically correct answer with Tony Dorsett. You did. <laughs> okay. And I'm, I'm going to say Cheryl Swoops. All right, so and, and you get much respect from us because we had over you know several hundred responses and right. and there was a lot of names in there and Cheryl Swoops was a good one and nobody brought it up so you know props to Cheryl Swoops and we know uh, you got a long time relationship as far as representing her as an agent and stuff like that back in her days but you know like I, I'll say it for you she was the Michael Jordan of women's basketball for some time. I mean, I, I remember, like, I don't, I don't even follow the WNBA. I'm just being honest, but I know she was on the Houston team and, and that's, oh, yeah. What, that, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's the impact somebody like that had made. So much props for that choice. I, I respect that. Appreciate it. All right. So with that being said, hit the music. When you hear that sound, the NFL films music kicks in. It's time for our Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. And we bring this to you every Thursday. In the background, we got the Thursday night football game going on. It's the Kansas City Chiefs on the road at the Denver Broncos. We're going to start there. And because we're already on the show, Eugene, I'm going to tell you, myself, Mr. Brown, and Biggie here, we're all riding the Chiefs covering the three-point spread that they're going to win by at least three points in Mile High. What's your thoughts? Who you got? No, I, I'm with you. Um, I'm not going to go against that. I definitely like Kansas City. I think uh, Mahomes is going to have a big night. And, um, yeah, they're going to definitely cover the spread. I mean, I, I got them 30, 30 to 14. Oh, wow. I, I couldn't believe it was only three. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Did you, did you see where there was a church in Kansas that was having a service of prayer for Patrick Mahomes' oh, ankle? Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen, they're serious about it now. They, listen, Literally. They actually, they, they asking the man upstairs to come on down and help this young man out. Yes. I, I, I think they should have saved it for next week because they don't need it this week. I, I agree with you. I, I do agree. They should have. Well, yeah. I'm sure they'll call another one up for, uh, for next week's game as well. There you go. All right, so we'll keep moving on. We're going to go to the next game on the docket. We got the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray and company on the road against the New York Giants. The Giants with Mr. Danny Dimes in there. They are a three-point home favorite. I'm going to roll with Mr. Brown's uh, 10 months ago, year ago, rookie of the year in the Arizona Cardinals. They're really getting it going. Ryan Gosling's got them playing well. (laughs) Give me the Cardinals with the points. I've got to go Kyler Murray. I was watching the game last week for fantasy purposes, and the offensive standpoint for them, it's coming together. They're looking like a good team, so I'm taking Arizona all day. Is Saquon Barkley playing? He is. He's projected. Oh, I'm going the G-man all the way. Don't give me anybody else. Listen, I got to say this. If Saquon is playing, I got to go with the G-Men. And now this is weird for me because I'm a big Dallas fan, but I got I to gotta <laughs> take the Giants. All right, me and Eugene are riding the winners. We're taking the Giants. All right, so I appreciate you backing me up there. <laughs> All right, going on. I love this matchup. I think this is one of the biggest games of the weekend. The Houston Texans on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are a one-point home favorite. So it's pretty much a pick em. Pick them to me, and I got to tell you, it's hard to pick against Houston the way they're playing, but I like Indy. Of course you do. Coming off a of bye week with a good coach. Give me the Colts. You two picked the Colts in the power rankings at number 10. You're out of your mind. The Texans this week are going to bury your Colts. Texans all day. Deshaun Watson's going to make a statement. So I love the Colts, but you know what? I think Houston's riding high, and I think Deshaun Watson is evolving into possibly – 
one of the best, if not the best, quarterback in the NFL. So I am taking the Texans to go in and take Jacoby Brissett and the Colts down. You already know, I got to go with the Texans. They're looking really, really good. They're coming around, playing real well in all, all uh, phases of the game. So I got to go with the Texans. All right, so that means Biggie gets our first lone wolf pick. Biggie. That was, <laughs> that was terrible. He's not feeling that confident about his Colts. <laughs> and Eugene, just in case you don't know, he rides the Colts and the Vikings like every week in these picks. It's ridiculous. It served me well this far. It has served him well, I'm not going to lie. All right. My favorite team, the, the downtrodden, two-a-cup eligible Cincinnati Bengals are, oh, wow. are at home against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Give me the Jags and that lovely mint shoe to cover on the road. <laughs> Fighting mint shoes and the mustache. I'm taking the Jags. I wish I could pick my own team and uh, and like Pete Rose, I can't bet on Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was pretty smart of you. I'm taking the Jags as well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So that's the second game. All four of us are in. Next one, we got the Los Angeles Rams, which I don't know what to make of them. They're on the road against a team that I think is largely disappointed, the Atlanta Falcons. The Rams are a three-point favorite on the road in the ATL. I honestly have no clue what to make of either of these teams, so I'm going to roll with Sean McVay and the Rams to cover. I keep saying every week the uh, Falcons are better than what they are, and they keep losing. I don't know why. Matt Ryan's a set, he has the second most passing yards in the league. The, the the Falcons have to win a game, so I'm going Falcons. Wow. I, you know what? I wish I could take the Falcons. I, I like who they have, They're, but I can't go with them. Like They just keep disappointing. I can't ride with that. I have to because of my fantasy reasons. I try, I had Julio Jones on my fantasy team, Eugene. I had to get rid of him just because it was breaking my heart. And, and I love Julio and I love the Falcons, but I got to go with the Rams. I like the Falcons as well, but listen, with oh, this, no, I, I, I got to go with the Rams. I mean, oh, you broke I my heart. I, I like, look, I like the Falcons, but I just, I don't <laughs> think they have enough. I got to go with the Rams. All right, we got another lone wolf, Mr. Brown. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> All right, moving on. I love the spread on this game. The Miami Dolphins, who are also in the Tank for Tua Cup, they're in the sweepstakes. They might be the clubhouse leader. Are they, let me ask you this, Eugene, are the Dolphins even going to win a game this year? Listen, I'm going to tell you, the way they're looking, <laughs> it don't look like they will win a game this year. <laughs> I hope they win at least one. I don't think they want to. I saw something today the where they get like the first, the what, 14th and like the 26th pick yeah. in the first round yeah. next year. So maybe they're like the Philadelphia 76ers. I, I understand what they're doing. But trust anyway, the process. trust the process, but not this week because the Dolphins are on the road in Orchard Park, New York against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, I have not seen any number this big for a Bills game in a long time. 16 and a half points. Two reasons this is the easiest pick of the week for me. Ryan Fitzpatrick owns Orchard Park, and on top of that, how can you be a 16-and-a-half-point favorite and you only average 18 points a game? Give me the Dolphins and the points. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Dolphins and the points. Uh, Bills will win, but they won't cover. So Josh Rosen is actually getting the start, so I hear your Fitzpatrick stuff, but you need to pay attention to what's happening. Regardless, Miami's still going to cover. I think Buffalo will win by at least double digits, but it's not going to be more than 16. Listen, uh, my nephew's a starting left tackle for the Buffalo Bills, Deion Dawkins, big number 73. That's right. So I I'm going to say this. Yeah, they will win, but they're not going to cover the spread. So 
ironically, I'm going to have to say the Dolphins with the points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, none of us think they're ever going to win this game. It's just yeah. that they're at least not going to get beat by more than two scores. Right, right. All right. Here's an interesting one. We got Minnesota, who looked really impressive last week. They're on the road against the Detroit Lions. Minnesota is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I've rode the Vikings all year, and all it's been is a bunch of heartbreak. It's like I'm a career <laughs> Vikings fan. I can't do it anymore. Give me the fighting Matt Patricia. Oh, wow. wow. I am shot. Hey, I'm going to jump off your piggyback here. I'm taking the Vikings, baby. I ain't got much to add to it, but I'm also taking the Vikings. I don't know why. I just feel like they're going to get this win on the road. No doubt. The Vikes all day long. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. Ever since uh, Thielen said, I'll throw my wife in at quarterback cousins, you suck, they've really amped it up, man. So they're going to roll. They're going to roll. Uh, they need to put that C on that jersey for Thielen because that statement has turned that team around, and Kirk Cousins is at least starting to earn a little bit of that money. So that's good to see. All right, Mr. Brown, your Oakland Raiders are on the road against a very upstart, impressive Green Bay Packer team. Oakland, however, is a five-and-a-half-point underdog to the Packers in Lambeau. Let me tell you something, Canadian bigs. <laughs> Packers can't stop the run. I'm taking the Raiders all day. All right, I like how Mr. Brown was so emphatic he jumped out of turn. Biggie, do you have a rebuttal? <laughs> No, he took my thunder and he ran it down like the autumn wind or whatever it is. Give me the Raiders coming off the bye. Oh, oh so we're all taking the I'm taking the Raiders too, just because I feel like the Packers still are probably going to win, but it's going to be down to a field goal game. It's going to be close. Eugene, are you going to be a lone just wolf here, or are you going to the Raiders? Look, and look, and look, wait a minute, calm down. It's <laughs> the man A Rod. You already know I'm going with Green Bay. Oh, you got to give us a lone wolf. Let me hear it. San Francisco undefeated on the road in the nation's capital. They are a nine and a half point favorite against Washington. Like Kyle Shanahan said, his favorite time, his favorite thing about being in Washington was coaching his dad. Everything else sucked. He's going to remember that this weekend. The Niners cover easy. They double this. They win by 20. I'll tell you what, I had I had the Redskins, but you just convinced me, so I'm going 49ers. Hey, you know what? I, I've been kind of like wait and see on San Francisco. This isn't the game where we got to wait and see. They're going to easily cover. There's no way they're they're even close to this game with Washington. I definitely agree. You know, and they're playing so well, it'll be good to see what kind of points they put up against Washington. Washington can't stop themselves. So at the end of the day, <laughs> this is going to be a good game. So I'm going to say Washington, they'll lose by at least two, about, about 17 points at least. Yeah, that's right. So did you guys see how many surgeries Alex Smith has had on his leg? Isn't it like 17 or something oh, like that's that? 17 this year. Oh, wow. Gee. If he Jesus. ever comes back, it's a miracle. I'll say that much. No, so, no, no doubt. Hey, hey, real quick, I want to ask you, Eugene, do you think they're trying to protect uh, their, their rookie quarterback there in Washington by not putting him out there with that team right now? Or do you think they ought to be playing um, – why, why can't I think of his name? Haskins, Dwayne, Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. I'm going to be honest with you. Put him, what do you have to lose? Exactly. See what you got. You took him in the first round for a reason. Put him out there and see what you got in him. I mean, I, he listen, he can't play no worse than what they already have. 
<laughs> yeah, and, and they crucified the Giants for taking Daniel Jones. He's out there playing. Let's see what Haskins can do. I agree with you 100%. Definitely, definitely. Give Dwayne Haskins a chance is what we're saying. All yes. right, moving on. We got the Los Angeles Chargers, no longer in San Diego, on the road against a very, very tough team to figure uh, out, the Tennessee Titans. Believe it or not, the Titans are a two-point favorite, and I'm going to do the honors to let you know, Biggie, so you don't mess this one up. Do you know who the starting quarterback is for Tennessee? Uh, no. It's Ryan Tannehill. There you go. Okay. Who you got? Well, since the Chargers haven't had a home game in three years, and they're going to have one for another five, I'm once again going to ride with the fighting Mike Brables and see how much they can uh, let me down. every week, man. That's the, that's the game we gain ground on. So the farting, the farting, <laughs> the farting margaritas, he's not playing, right? He's a, They're not the fighting Marcus margaritas. Anymore. Exactly. So it's he's Chargers not. all day. You know what? I always pick against the Titans, and I just can't do it anymore. I just think uh, at home, two points, they can win by a field goal. I'm taking the Titans. You know, I'm going to jump on that bandwagon right with you. Hopefully you have enough room uh, in there. I'm going to go with the Titans as well. I, I, I think they're yeah. running the ball real well right now, so I don't think that stops. I'm going with I got Titans. I got plenty of room on that bandwagon because we got another lone wolf. All right, moving on. I love this matchup. This might be my favorite game. Instead of watching NFL Red Zone, I might dial into this one. The Baltimore Ravens on the road at Seattle. Seattle is a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. I love this game. For me, this is the game of the week. Absolute studs on both sides of the ball. I'm looking really forward to seeing Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson ball out. I got to go with Seattle at home, home of the 12th man. Russell Wilson have one of the great seasons or starts in history of quarterbacking. Russell Wilson is 14 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Wow. All right, so Lamar Jackson, a lot of people were skeptical. Can he build off of his rookie campaign? He has more than doubled down on that and made us believers. Yeah, we were skeptical. With that being said, I am going Seahawks all day. They're at home. You can't write off Wilson. I think they're going to roll. Yeah, I think the only reason why Seattle has a loss this year was the magic of you know, New Orleans and Sean Payton. They were able to pull off the unthinkable, and they won up in Seattle. It's not happening twice. I love what the, what the Ravens and Lamar Jackson are doing, but they're not getting it done here. Seattle's going to cover. No doubt about it. Listen, I'm a huge Russell Wilson fan. I'm a huge Seattle fan. I like what they do. They just – it's like they get better every time you watch them play. Wilson is unbelievable. You can't go against Seattle. I, I, I'm I'm going with the Seahawks. I appreciate that because I got them as my second best team in the NFL or third best this week. I'll let the Niners pass them, but they're all taking the Saints over them because they won, I guess. You hear that, hmm. Jackie? Friend of the show, Jackie Hummel, Eugene Napoleon, also picks the Seahawks. All right. That was the opposite of a lone wolf. That was a bandwagon pick. We're go. all on board. Spe- Speaking of the Saints, they're on the road against the Chicago Bears. The Saints are a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Wow. Wow, the Bears are favored wow. three-and-a-half points. Y'all double-check that, make sure I have that right. <laughs> yeah. That you, is correct. You that correct. Oh, Trubisky my goodness. Is I- Does it matter? I don't think it does matter. All right, who you got, Biggs? The spread on this one makes it an even easier pick for me. I got the Saints covering on the road. 
I got the Saints too. When Breeze went down, everybody's worried. But like, I tell you what, Bridgewater's held it down. He has a lot of weapons, and they keep winning ball games. Saints will win again this week. I, cover. I love the Bears' defense, but you know what? The Saints, even with Bridgewater in there, they're dynamic enough. And I feel like Bridgewater's only going to get better as time goes on. He's going to get more comfortable. I, I don't know how you can pick the Bears, even at home, to cover this game. I think the Saints are in that top five category. They're going to walk away covering this one easy. I agree 100% with everybody. I like the Saints. I like the way they're playing. And, again, they're a well-coached football team. So, for me, I, I, I like Teddy Bridgewater as well. Um, the Bears, eh, you know, but no dice. I I, I got the Saints covered. <laughs> I like it. The Bears are eh, nah. eh, no. <laughs> All right, so the Eagles <laughs> are on the road against Eugene Napoleon's Dallas Cowboys. And the Cowboys, who have lost three in a row, and the Titanic is yes. sinking, and they're yeah. looking at the iceberg, yet they are still a two-and-a-half-point favorite against the Eagles. I love this game because Doug Peterson is already guaranteed that the Eagles will win, even Uh though he said it wasn't a guarantee. Are they going to release him? Possibly if they don't win, Uh, but they're going to because my boy Carson Wentz is going to roll down there and play big. Eagles. Oh, nice. I I talked to a huge Eagles fan at work today, and she was adamant. She was like, it seems like we always win when it's a road game, so uh, I'm also going to take the Eagles in Dallas. I just don't think there's any way the Cowboys lose four in a row. Like, it can't happen. Like, it can't happen. So, I'm just, for that alone, I'm going with Dallas. They're going to somehow find a way to win. I don't know if I like even picking them to cover the spread. They might only win by one, but I'm taking them to cover. I'm going Dallas. Zeke has to have a breakout game somewhere. And this would be the best game to have a breakout game. It's much needed. That defense has to get a get a get a you know rise their back, bow their back a little bit, and play a little bit better. I'm taking my boys, the Cowboys. All right, I'm not lone wolf on that one. I appreciate it. that's why I brought you on the show this week, Eugene. So I'm not on my own. Yeah. Hey, just one question for you: How do you feel about Lincoln Riley as your head coach now, or your next head coach after the year <laughs> of Jason Garrett? Oh, come on. Well, I happen to know the Garretts very very well, and I feel bad for him. Be honest with you. <laughs> They started off well. (laughs) You know, if this doesn't end well, if they're not in the NFC Championship game, he's been there 10 years. Whether it's him or not, he's getting the out. Too much talent. there 10 years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I said that, to be honest with you, when they went on their the the, the recent losing streak, I said that. If he he continues to lose, they're going to have to let him go. You know what I mean? And his dad, God bless his dad. I, I, like I said, I've been friends with that with that family for years. They're from Red Bank, New Jersey. Okay. So you, you you root for him, but I knew it. If this year was his year, either make it or break it, and I just kind of knew it. I said, you know, if you don't win, he'll be packing. I mean, they're going to have to because they're going to have to start playing some, paying some of them players. And when that happens, you don't have as much to spread around to all the role players. So. Yeah, you're absolutely exactly. right on that. But Jason Garrett, if something happens, you know, we'd love to give you a spot here hosting on We Don't Know Sports if you're <laughs> listening. So yeah. just in case this makes it to you, that invitation stands. And by the way, I did pick you to cover this week. <laughs> so <laughs> we're down to the final game Monday night. New England, undefeated, on the road, in the Meadowlands. They are a 10-point favorite against the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Mahomes hurt? 
Yes. Oh, wait. We're stopping before we get this. Mahomes is down. The helmet's oh, off. Wow. He's holding his head. What just happened? Oh, we're in we're commercial. commercial. Oh, we got breaking news. You're going to hear this a day late, but Patrick Mahomes is potentially knocked out of the game. So we need to get this done so we can try to get our heads around what's happening. Fourth and short. Oh, wow. Oh, it was a sneak. Biggie was paying attention like a good fan. We were there too busy go. worrying about the picks. Thank you, Biggie. <laughs> He's like, I can make the picks and not even pay attention. That's still because, with your that's ass. That's because we're on the, the Patriots anyway, and he's a yeah, big Patriot. He already knows what he's yeah. picking. All right, who you got? Go ahead, say it. I, I'm taking the Patriots to cover. Well, it's only nine and a half, or is it ten? I got it's it, Mark. I'm writing it down as ten. Okay, I'm taking the Patriots. I, to cover. I will say this: Mr. Mono himself came back last week, and he inspired me. They they won the game, beat the, beat your Cowboys, right? But yes. Uh, Patriots, I pick against them every week because I hate them. Uh, I'm tired of losing. <laughs> Patriots will cover. I, I just don't think there's any way the Jets are, are going to be within 10 here. I, they're just, I, I don't know if the Jets can score 10 points against that Patriots defense. <laughs> the defense has been outstanding. So I, I mean, that's all I'm saying. So I got the Patriots to cover. Eugene, bring us home. Last pick. Just remember yeah, this game's in New England after 10 days off. So oh, wow. make the smart pick. Right. Exactly. Well, I, I hate to say it. Uh, I'm, I'm not really a Patriot fan, but they'll cover, and they'll cover it big. So I'm going to go with New England. Yeah. All right. Well, that concludes our – what is it? What week is this? Is this week seven? Week seven. Week seven NFL Lead Pipe Stone Cold Locks of the Week. Special thank you to Mr. Eugene Napoleon for taking time out of his busy schedule. I will say you look awful comfy up there in New Jersey. How's the weather been? Is it freezing cold up there? It's a well. It's get, it's starting to get a little bit cold. You know, we put the heat on just the other night. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. I tell you what, I turned the heat on too, and my smoke detectors start going off because it's been so long since they've been on. I thought the house was burning down. <laughs> All right, Eugene, we appreciate you again. You got the Amazon uh, documentary out there with the Inside the Jersey, Eugene Napoleon. Make sure you check it out. And then your lovely wife uh, representing the song 304. We definitely appreciate that. Any parting words you want to let the We Don't Know Sports Nation know? Listen, man, all I know is this. What about the Mountaineers? How you guys feel about the season? How you guys feel about Coach Brown? All right, I want to ask you this question very uh, specifically. Question to a question. This week, they are a 33-and-a-half-point underdog. You got to tell me. Are we going to cover – is Trey Lowe going to play at quarterback? Is that going to make a difference? Is it going to matter? Like, this is crazy. I'm going to say this. Trey, I'm, I'm really happy that Trey Lowe is going to get his opportunity to play. But, wow, what a game to start your career off with against <laughs> Oklahoma. Who's actually playing really, really good defense now. Yes, they are. So, 33, I mean, 33 points, man. <laughs> it's on the, It's in Norman, too. We're on the road. Wow. Yes, exactly. I just don't see that happening, but I, I'll say this. Under Coach Brown, I'll say within give him one full year of recruiting his guys, and I guarantee you that game will be a lot more competitive, you know, over the next few years. I'll say that. So, so do you trust the climb? You trust the climb? Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt All about right. it. Look at this. I, real quick. I'm with you. This man, this man has won everywhere he's been, right? And he wins with character. He knows how to recruit. He knows how to get the best out of his players. Just give him one or two years, and I guarantee you, all the Mountaineer fans will be very happy with him. I'm glad he's our head coach. 
I couldn't agree with you more. I'm really happy regardless how this season plays out. We got the right man in the right position. Just have faith in him. Trust the climb here in a couple of years. We're going to be all over ESPN everywhere else. Every Mountaineer fan across the country going to be happy as they can be. Just stick with it and stick with it through a tough season. Exactly. Exactly. I I mean, I think that says it right there. Man of character. You know, I saw the Tevin Bush stuff where he was transferring and like I heard Neil Brown and the way he spoke about it. And we're trying to do right by Tevin, getting him close to his family and stuff like that. Like, that's what you want to hear. You like hearing that type of thing. And and all that being said, like, let's be honest. The cupboard was bare. We're a little shorthanded. We're low on scholarships this year. We don't have a lot of skill players. We're, we're wounded. It is what it is. But, man, them boys are at least fighting. And, and you got to love to see that. We may, we may not be the prettiest team to watch, but you know what? At least they don't quit. And they fight. And they do their best. And that's it. That's it. And that's all you want, man. You know how we do. Mountaineers don't give up. We're going to keep on plugging. And by next year, the year after that, like you said, ESPN, the rest of this country will see what, what West Virginia football is all about. It's, it's about time we take the Big 12, and Neil Brown's the guy to help us do that. You better believe it. <laughs> All right, Eugene, we appreciate you again, as always. Hopefully we'll talk to you soon. I'll try not to make it as many months next time. You got it, my friends. All right, brother, we appreciate you. you. Have a good one, man. Thank you. You too. Take care. We're already over on time. We want to thank Eugene Napoleon for joining us for special guest picks on our NFL lead pipe, Stone Cold Locks of Week 7. And Patrick Mahomes might be done for the, I don't know, you're saying Thanksgiving, he might be back. It doesn't matter. But you know what? I do know this much. We all got a Thursday night football game right for the first time all year long. How does it feel? It feels pretty doggone good for the dozens. (laughs) And dozens and dozens. Wow. Of people that yeah. listen to this, after this week down. when I nail all these picks, I'm going to go all over social media letting you know I'm better than Brett Sobliski at Bleacher Report. I'm out. Hey, it's not going to take much to do that, Biggs. I'm hoping for you. I'm just hoping I crawl out of the cellar, Mr. Brown, try to stay respectable with your picks. That's all I'm saying. So I'm eight games under 500. And I still got a respectable lead on your sorry ass. It, that's not saying a lot. I tried the Costanza method and it did not work. Anyway, we also want to give a special shout out to Mr. Suarez up in New England, up in the Boston area. He sent us a couple books. Son, we appreciate it, sir. Hopefully you're still listening to the show. We appreciate the contribution. But anyway, as of now, we're kind of out of content. So we'll see you next week. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We're looking forward to an Astros and Nationals World Series. Hopefully next time when we're on the air, we'll be talking about that. Thanks for listening. See you next week.